Welcome to the Christ Academy podcast with Jeff Wong, where you'll receive inspiring ideas and stories as we explore the journey of faith in Christ. Today we're heading into Acts 13, and the topic is finding direction through worship and fasting. So today we're going to talk about finding direction through worship and fasting and how it can apply to our own lives. We'll be looking at Acts 13 verses 2 to 4 and seeing how Paul and Barnabas worshiped together and fasted before receiving direction from the Holy Spirit. All right, so let me pray for us. Heavenly Father, as we head into your scriptures, would you give us wisdom? Lord, give us wisdom according to how diligent we are in valuing your word and using your word. And for those of us that, that want to seek you that want to hear from you Lord would you speak to us in a way that we can hear give us something valuable for our lives in Jesus name Amen Amen let's head right into the scriptures okay so we're actually going to start from verse 1 I forgot I put in verse 1 in the very beginning there the church in Antioch had grown strong with many prophets and teachers Barnabas and Simeon, a dark man from Central Africa, Lucius from Cyrene in North Africa, Menaean, a member of Herod's governing council, and Saul. Once they were engaged in a time of worship and fasting, when the Holy Spirit spoke to them, commissioned Barnabas and Saul to a project I've called them to accomplish. They fasted and prayed some more laid their hands on the two selected men and set them off on their new mission. Having received special commissioning by the Holy Spirit, Barnabas and Saul went to nearby Cilicia on the coast. Then they caught a ship to the island of Cyprus. And so in this scripture, in this particular chapter, we see the believers who were who were following Jesus um, in the church of Antioch. And Antioch, once again, became the central hub for those that were followers of Jesus that weren't Jews. In other words, Gentiles, Gentile believers. And so they were meeting together. They were worshiping together, but it says that they were fasting together. Fasting meaning going without food, only water. They were fasting. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about that. And from their worship and fasting, they identified, um, the Holy Spirit spoke to them, and then they, they started to hear, they heard the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit said, commission. The Holy Spirit said, commission Paul or Saul and Barnabas. And so the church received that direction from God. They heard, and then they commissioned them. They fasted and prayed, fasted a second time and prayed. They laid hands on the two men, and then they commissioned them, set them off, onto their mission. And this was the beginning of Saul or Paul's missionary journeys where the gospel spread like wildfire. It was a powerful moment. All right, so I want to communicate a few points in regards to the scripture today. The first one is about the importance of seeking direction from God. You know, when we, we live out our carnal lives without the Holy Spirit Without, without Jesus giving us direction, 
without seeking his direction, then we just do our own thing. And it becomes very, very hard to do the will of God when we're doing our own thing. When we're not seeking after him. Secondly, it becomes very, very difficult to do the will of God or to bring out to bring about the kingdom of God through our lives when we're not living in obedience to God. We hear him week after week, multiple times a week. We hear it at the MT12 talk. We read it in the scriptures at Life Group or on our own. We may listen to podcasts. We may do multiple things. But if we don't obey the word of God, the will of God doesn't come about. His plan doesn't come about through us and around us. It falls on deaf ears, and you got to wonder sometimes. Does God begin to go silent on us because we're, we're not either not listening or we're not obeying? We keep hearing the same thing over and over again. Be obedient in this area of your life. Be obedient in this area of your life. Let me get, let me get specific. Be obedient in sharing the gospel to people. How many times have we heard that, but that we don't do it? What about, be, what about being generous in our giving? We hear God say it, and we don't do it. It means nothing to us. We just, we just, we set, a, like a, no, this is our boundary, God. We don't, we're not, you're not affecting this part of my life. I don't have whatever excuses that we make up. How about the words that we use? How we speak. This is just me, God. Don't don't talk to me about this part of my life. How about the way that I treat people? How about the way that I love people or don't love people? How about the relationships, the personal relationships in my life? How about what I spend my life doing, the direction I go in my life? There's just no point even being a, a follower of Jesus if you're not really following. It's so important to seek the direction of God. And that's what the early Christians were doing in the church in Antioch. They were worshiping God. They got close to they in the times of worship, they're so important. And I got to tell you, if you're feeling that you're not close with God, if you're feeling that your community is not close with God, could it be that your worship life is just barely existent maybe non-existent i don't even mean that you don't play worship music i don't even mean that you don't sing i don't even where is your heart with god where is your worship with god it's in those times that we that we get close with god and we can hear him clearly it's in those times that we're raised to a different level and we have a different perspective we can see our lives and our situation our existence in a completely different way Instead of living our carnal self, like our carnal lives, we're, we live Holy Spirit-driven lives. We need to seek the direction of God. And in this scripture, we see that this came about when people were worshiping and they were fasting. When we fast, something spiritual happens. We're focusing, we're focusing on the things of God. We're denying our carnal pleasures, our primal desires even to eat you know when when you just have an urge for something maybe it's a ramen maybe it's a bag of chips maybe 
maybe it's candy maybe it's maybe it's a coffee and you just can't you, you could you, you just can't you feel like you can't help yourself you have to have it you have just have to have it fasting is denying these things because you want to seek after god because we realize there's other things that are way more important than these things when we fast and god hears us and he knows that we're sacrificing these things and there's a our senses there's a there's a after you fast for one two three or more days there's a physical purification that your that your body physiologically goes through but there's a spiritual one that happens too and then you you're just able to to sense uh god more clearly his direction more clearly you can hear him more clearly after about two after two days you're not as hungry anymore you're over it it's like this morning when i took a shower I took, I've been doing this lately, After, at the end of my shower, I, I, I turn the hot water almost completely off, and I'm just taking a cold shower. And at first, it's such a shock to the system. I get, like, I just want, I naturally want to get out of there and turn on hot water and then go back in. I want to be warm. But then after one minute, it gets, the shock is less. After two minutes, it doesn't feel so severe. Today, I did it the longest I've ever done. And after three or four minutes, you just start to get used to it. And there's something physically that happens when your body's in shock and and certain things go into your bloodstream and and there's health benefits to it. But it's like that when you fast, when you fast for one or two days and after two days, you begin to not feel the same sense of hunger anymore. But there's some spiritual power, some spiritual, some some spiritual, something spiritually significant that happens when we fast at that time. And but let me ask you this: like, when was the last time that you fasted? If I asked you right now, what would you answer? When was the last time you fasted in your spiritual life? Maybe you don't know that fasting is a part of the Christian life. Maybe you know, but you've never done it. You just expected other people to do it. But here in this passage of scripture we see that the believers in Antioch just everyone they they worship and they fasted following Jesus living in this world being in this world but not of this world we need to fast to see God's power we need to fast and worship and be close to him and so we need to we need to do these things and so I want to challenge you I want to challenge you. Let me get to the challenge later on. I'm jumping ahead of myself. So in these verses, we see that the whole church, the leaders, the lay people, everyone, they were worshiping and fasting to seek direction from the Holy Spirit. And then they heard the Holy Spirit clearly. Some of us, we, we pray, we ask God for things, but we can't hear Him. It could be that you need to fast and pray 100%. At certain times in your life, you need to fast and pray. And I want to encourage you to even make that a reg- something that, that happens on a regular basis. We'll talk about that more at the end. So seeking direction is hugely important. It's crucial. Seeking direction from God, not just self-help, not just, not just social media or YouTube or whatever it might be, or audio books or whatever it might be, or Kindle. The wisest being that ever existed is the God that we know of. And so when we follow him, we need to seek his direction. There's the, that's the importance. That's the importance. Let's move to the next point. 
the connection between worship, fasting, and direction. You notice in these verses that the church, the community of believers, they didn't receive God's direction through the Holy Spirit until they worshipped, until they worshipped and fasted. You know, I fear for I fear for our society, I fear for our own church community that we have so many other things that we value more than the things of God. You know, we, we know that there's a there's a time to worship. But I fear that we are actually worshiping so many other things before God. This is the tendency of a human being. And God wants to call you to put Him first again so that He is the object of your worship. More than more than other events, more than friends, more than career goals, more than chores, more than errands. Man, I can't even, I could barely allow those things to come out of my mouth because it's, 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 it's so hideous. It's so, it's so wrong to put these things before God. God must be so, I don't even know what, what he would, he, he might feel to know that we do these things. He know even when you don't know it and you're just doing it, he knows and he can see these things. God is calling us to come back to, to put him first and to worship him first. And when we do that, we'll receive direction from him. There's a connection between fasting and worship and, and receiving direction from God. You see, after Paul and Barnabas had worshipped and fasted along with the whole community, they received that direction from the Holy Spirit to embark on that missionary journey. If they didn't, if they didn't fast and pray, they didn't worship and pray together, they may not have heard that. God may have been speaking they may not have been listening. So worship and fasting helps us to become more open to hearing God and discerning His direction for our lives. Let's go to the third point. I want to talk about the results of worshiping and fasting. So during, during their mission, Paul and Barnabas faced so much opposition, but they also experienced such incredible, extraordinary, miraculous results. So much fruit out of their spiritual lives, including people coming to faith in Jesus. People coming to faith in Jesus. To me, this tells us that, that if people aren't coming to faith in Jesus, then maybe we need to dig down. We need to really dig down in fasting and prayer and worship and prayer. Maybe we need to be willing to do that. Because some people will never come to faith around us. And, and, and let's just face it, some of us don't care, which kind of sucks. Because if you have salvation, you ought to be, if you have salvation that you've received from God and your life is saved, you ought to care that other people's lives are saved. But I fear that we've become so indifferent. Our hearts have become so calloused and we've become so busy focusing on other things that we don't care. And it's just, it's just the scriptures that were prophesied about the end times. It's just coming true. In Matthew, Jesus said, 
in the end, the love of many will grow cold. We don't care. It's happening. We don't care. We hate each other. Or we just don't care. We're focusing on things. We're focusing on all kinds of things that are not of the kingdom. Or we've taken the things that are meant to be secondary things and we made them the primary things and we've taken God who's primary and made him secondary. And in the end, it's not going to matter that much, all the secondary things that we focus on. So we need to seek direction from God. We need to seek direction from God. Results come from worshiping and fasting and a lack of results come from a lack of worshiping and fasting. This is just how things work in the spiritual realm. So I want to encourage you. Let's make worship and fasting a regular part of our lives. Let's make it something that we're committed to. And as I say that, I know that most of us will not. Most of us will not. It's kind of frustrating. It's kind of frustrating because if you're if you're a follower of Jesus, you, you we need the power of God in our lives. And we need to be able to seek direction from God and to hear Him. And when we worship and fast, we experience a deeper connection with God and a greater sensitivity to His voice. And we have to be the ones that take initiative to do that in our lives. It can lead us to new opportunities, new direction, new fruit, the power of God in our lives as we seek direction from Him, as we worship, as we fast, as we pray. Let me pray for us right now. Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. Thank you for this word. Would you wake us up right now? Would you wake us up right now? Wake us up right now, spiritual awakening, God. Have mercy on us. Send your power, send your direction, send your leading. Thank you, God. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.